0: Soccer Weekly ESPN LA 710. Hello, I'm Dave Denholm, and you are listening to the best world football show in all of Southern California and all the world, really. Let's be honest. Hashtag great sports talk. That's what matters. It happens to be about soccer here on Soccer Weekly. Hanging out with you on ESPN LA 710. And what a week it was. So many things happened in the world of world football. And right here in our own backyard, we begin. It seems like both LAFC and LA Galaxy announced big news about 38 seconds after we finished last week's show. Thanks a lot. Thanks, dudes. Appreciate it. LAFC announcing, of course, their first head coach. Remember, Mario and I here on Soccer Weekly were kind of scratching our heads and kind of wondering, quietly, whispering, what's going on? You don't win games on Instagram. You got to win them on the field. And we were wondering, what's going down? Well... Seconds after we uh, signed off last week, it seemed Bob Bradley officially announced as the LAFC head coach. Mario and I headed over to the press conference on Friday and uh, got a little taste of that. And the uh I don't know the three eight seven four whatever they're called, the two four six eight whatever that group is called over there for LAFC. <laughs> now, good bunch of dudes, thirty eight ninety two. Hut hut. You know, uh, whatever their name is. And then, of course, not to be outdone, my LA Galaxy put the hammer down on Curtinolfo's tenure as head coach, which lasted all of about 17 soccer weekly shows, apparently. So that didn't uh, take long. And then, of course, they announced Siggy Schmidt, our old friend Siggy, is back. And <laughs> it wasn't over. Jonathan Dos Santos. They officially introduced him at a press conference before the weekend even rolled around. So, wow, some uh, heady stuff going on here in soccer in Southern California. We'll break it down. We'll work it up, all of that. I want your thoughts as well. You know this is an interactive show. Look, I'm uh, I'm not making this any secret. I'm not spilling any secrets here from ESPN LA 710. But the trend is to not really talk to you on talk shows. And that's okay. That's just the way it's going. That's, they prefer to have their host doing it. And guess what? I've heard some of you call in. I would rather have the host doing it, too. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to soccer here, and you only get this one-per-week week, one per week opportunity for one hour, we do like to open the phone lines for you. And I will converse with you about the comings and goings here in world football. We'll get to some of that, no question. And locally with our Major League Soccer teams and my LA Galaxy Bringing back Siggy Schmidt, who had some success here. We had some good times together, didn't we, Siggy? We really did. It was nice to stroll down Amnesia Lane a little bit, thinking about what happened when Siggy was here the first time. Eight seven 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 ten espn is the number to get involved. 877-710-3776. You can hit me up on Twitter, at TalkSoccer, as well. So you can follow the uh, conversation of the show There. I certainly will, uh, you know, read some of your tweets that are clean. Keep them clean, people, and are good. I can't get to necessarily all of them, but if you want to send it at TalkSoccer. And kudos to the great Mario Rees. You'll be talking to him if you phone in, the producer of the show, and uh, Jesse Lopez, manning the controls. So we're ready for a big hour here. We're already five minutes in, and there's so much to get to. Siggy Schmidt returns as LA Galaxy head coach Kurt Anolfo is out and look you never want to dance on anybody's career grave by any means that's not cool I've been fired before actually by this radio station in fact I've been fired before so you don't want to dance on anybody's career grave and that is not what we want to do with Kurt Anolfo he is a good dude he had to go we all know it. Kurt knew it, probably, if he'd be honest about it. I know he, he put out a statement where he said he was a little surprised. Maybe he wasn't happy. I get that. He's a prideful coach, and he's a good coach. It just wasn't working. One win from 10 at home ain't going to get it done in the pros at any level in terms of any sport. You can't have that. And I know he was through, went through a lot. Well, that, that's what happens in sports. Look what happened to Siggy Schmidt last year. Seattle made the move, and all of a sudden they're winning the winning MLS Cup without him. But Siggy is a guy who can write this ship and start getting results. Now the first game, okay, nil nil with Seattle, baby steps. But I will say this about my LA Galaxy, and it looks like the rumors are starting to fly about possible interest overseas. And I don't say this lightly. Because when you're in this business, sometimes you run into good dudes who play professional sports. They happen to be athletes. One of those is Yala Van Dam. Good dude. Really great guy. Had a lovely lunch with him at the uh, a little get-together of the Galaxy threw for the media. Small groups around a table. We had a great time. He's got to go. Yellow Van Damme has been a big part of the problem of L.A. Galaxy this season. Yes, he's playing in the All-Star game as we speak. No. This dude is a red card waiting to happen. He's been out of control this year. Something's up. And maybe it's just something we don't experience much in American soccer in MLS. But maybe it's just that itch to go somewhere else. It happens a lot in world football. You know what I'm talking about. We'll actually talk about that coming up shortly on one of the biggest cases of I've got to itch, i got to scratch somewhere else. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, or hit me up on Twitter, at TalkSoccer. And Siggy was not the only story, but look, he's not going to be the savior of ML- LA Galaxy, my LA Galaxy. They still need help. Yellow Van Damme has got to go. We can't be spending 600 k On a defender, first of all, in MLS, who is not the absolute best in the league and at the top of his game, and he's not, and he hasn't been this season. Sorry, cold reality of professional sport, especially when you're on the limited budgets that an MLS team is on. Can't have it, can't put up with it. You got to go. Who replaces him, Denholm? That'll be your next – who cares? At some point, figure it out. That's Siggy Schmidt's job – That's the front office's job. Get it plugged up because just because you don't know who will replace him doesn't mean somebody can't. And look, I'm telling you the truth. He's got to go, and I like the dude. It doesn't matter. This is my LA Galaxy, and the season is falling to pieces, and I want it restored. Now on to Bob Bradley coming in for LAFC. So let me get this straight. I saw these on tweet, these tweets on Twitter to this effect, and I wish I would have written them down. I'm not going to take credit for them. This is not my take. Okay, this is not my thought, but it was interesting. People were, you know, kind of tongue in cheek going after LAFC when they hired Bob Bradley. Like, so let us get this straight: you don't want to be Chivas USA, so the team replacing Chivas USA hires the dude who was the coach of Chivas USA to coach the team who wants to replace Chivas USA and doesn't want to be Chivas USA. So that was the take for a lot of uh, non-LAFC fans about Bob Bradley. Now that has been a long time ago in Bob Bradley's career that he was indeed the coach of Chivas USA. Oh, by the way, they're pretty good when he was there. Bob Bradley knows what he's doing. Make no mistake. And this is LAFC. No doubt about it. But it is a different beast for what Bob Bradley going to do, and he and he addressed that. He talked about that. He wasn't hiding from that. His history here in Los Angeles that's long in the past. I don't even care about that anymore. I want Chivas USA erased from my memory, and I hated them. I hated the fake goats with a sports hate of a thousand sons. I don't care anymore. It doesn't even matter. Didn't happen. This is a new team. This is a new. Beginning for Bob Bradley here in Los Angeles, too, realistically. And it's the right hire. They got it right. He's got a pedigree. He's known throughout the world now because of some of the stops he's made. And you know what? Don't hang the Swansea City thing over his head. That happens to a lot of coaches around the world. Without a doubt. And, you know, it was a bad situation, no question. And you know what? He didn't do a good job, and he had to go. That's fine. It happens. Doesn't mean Bob Bradley's a bad coach. He can get the job done with this LAFC team. And we toured the little stadium site. Little, I mean, just under construction, I should say. So there wasn't a ton to see in terms of what it's going to look like. But, man, there is potential there to be sure. It was a fun day, I got to admit. I love football. So just seeing the future potentially for MLS, and I'm more excited about it for MLS. I want two teams in LA. I want my LA Galaxy battling LAFC in a Western Conference Final every year for a two-leg tie that would be phenomenal. You know that's what you want. Bob Bradley, the right choice for LAFC if you're an LAFC fan, 877-710-ESPN, or hit me up. Let me know your thoughts on Twitter, at TalkSoccer. Presented by Puente Hills Toyota. You can get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today. At Puente Hills Toyota, check them out. PuenteHillsToyota.com. I'm Dave Denholm, and you are listening to Soccer Weekly here in the home of world football. It's ESPNLA 710. Soccer Weekly, ESPNLA 710. Presented by Puente Hills Toyota. I am Dave Denholm, and you are listening to the best soccer show in all of America. All of the world, really. Let's be realistic here. You can follow the show on Twitter. Follow me, at TalkSoccer. Leave your thoughts there if you so desire. The story in world football without doubt, is the on-again, off-again romance between Neymar and PSG. And it looks like it's on again. Brazilian forward Neymar headed to PSG for lo- what looks like to be his contract buyout clause somewhere in the neighborhood of about $250 million. Before you do a spit take at that number, that's just the transfer fee. It doesn't include his mammoth salary. But before you drive off the road in amazement, consider... Neymar is in his prime. He's 25. Just turned 25 in February. So he won't be 26 until late this season. He's a dynamic talent and goal scorer. We know this. We've seen it. He had to share too much of the production at Barcelona, you would imagine, in his eyes. Only 20 goals last season in all competitions. I think he had like something like 45 appearances. So I know that sounds crazy because that's a good goal scoring record, but... I mean, consider the talent, consider the team. Suarez and Messi were eating into his goals. That eats into his fame. And that's what this is about. Suarez and Messi, when they eat into his production, they eat into his off-the-field production and his fame and his power. And Neymar has had enough. Oh, by the way, how about living in Paris? Paris. Everybody's wondering, well, how dare you? How can you leave? Yeah, maybe the, the most beautiful city in the world. Now, don't get me wrong. Barcelona is certainly no 29 Palms, mind you. It's pretty, pretty nice as well. But I'm not saying that. But Paris is Paris. So now he plays for a perennial league on champ in an incredible city with a salary to boot and, oh, by the way, still... Still, has great teammates surrounding him. And don't you don't try to fool yourself into thinking he's taking a major step down. Is it Barcelona? No, Barcelona are loaded. I get it. But but PSG is still loaded with great teammates for Neymar to run off of. Uh, how about Anahel Di Maria? You like him? Javier Pastore? Julian Drexler? Marco Verratti? You heard of him? Yeah. Pretty darn good. Uh, And for good measure, let's run up up front with Edinson Cavani, one of the hardest workers in all of world football. He's not afraid to pass the ball either to his strike partners. Cavani's going to help Neymar. Neymar is going to help Cavani. But don't make any mistake about it. Neymar is the star at PSG, and that's why he's leaving Barca. He's pulling a Kyrie Irving. Look at it that way. Except... And Neymar actually can lead PSG to titles and cups and glory. Unlike wherever Kyrie goes. <laughs> if he does. Domestically and in Europe now, PSG can win. And before you start criticizing him for bailing out on possible Champions League titles, make sure you realize this. PSG is the real deal. They really are. They can now win the Champions League with Neymar. I fully believe that. And... Put it into perspective, Premier League fan. You who's listening to the show on your uh, drive home in a Bournemouth jersey. Yeah, you who's squeezing into that maybe a little too tight Swansea City jersey you've owned for a few years because you're a Euro snob. Yeah, Premier League fan, consider this. Neymar has a much better shot of doing anything anything in the Champions League, and winning the Champions League than any Premiership team you name that's in that competition. Any of the teams from the Premiership. PSG has a better chance to win the Champions League, now that they have Neymar, than any Premier League team. Without a doubt. No question about that. So don't cry for Neymar, soccer fan. Seriously, he'll be all right. He can pay the electric bill, he'll live in a beautiful city, and he'll play his football for a fantastic club. And so will PSG. They're going to be fine. How many jerseys do you think they're going to sell of Neymar's in France? How about Brazil? How about here in the U.S. and in China? Staggering. They're going to be fine. And Barcelona? Yeah, they're going to be fine too. Let's be realistic. They're still loaded. I really do. I think this is a win for Neymar. This is a win of a move for Neymar eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Whether you agree or disagree with me, I want to hear your thoughts on the Neymar move to PSG for buckets of money. I mean, it's silly money. Just the transfer fee alone, it's absurd. But he may well be worth it in the end. I did not think I would say that about a guy, one player, several years ago. Certainly, when he signed that contract with the release clause, he'd never thought anybody be going after for that kind of money. Remember, remember when those, you hear those stories about these release clauses where there's some young Brazilian kid who signs with his Brazilian club and a $400 million release clause because the team didn't want to get rid of him. You know? They were never going to let him go. We used to laugh at these release clauses. Oh, that's hilarious. 222 million euros as a release clause for Neymar. That's adorable. Wait a minute. <laughs> Somebody just bracked, backed up the Brinks truck. Uh-oh. And I think Barcelona is stunned by this. In all likelihood, they didn't expect this necessarily, but it's in the contract. If PSG delivers the money, Neymar can go. Fascinating stuff. It really is. 877-710-ESPN. Your thoughts on Neymar taking his talents to Paris. It is a brilliant move for PSG. It will pay dividends on and off the pitch. And you know what? PSG can win the Champions League now, and I didn't say that about them last year, and neither did you. They were a good side, no question. But now they can win it all. They have to be considered a team that can win it. No doubt. No doubt in my mind now with this move. You want to hit me up with your thoughts on Twitter? It is at TalkSoccer. Feel free to do that. Let's go to the phone lines, 877-710-ESPN, and I want to head out to Curtis and Ventura. You're first up here on Soccer Weekly with Dave Denholm. What's up, Curtis?
1: I had a couple of things I wanted to discuss with you. But first of all, let me just touch on the Neymar thing. Um, apparently, I don't know if, you want, if um, you've done a little bit of research on what's going on, but um, he supposedly signed a $300 million contract to be like the uh, face of the World Cup in Qatar or Qatar. And um, that's the money that he's using to buy out his own contract. Well, so yeah, because c- the Qataris
0: own contract. PSG. And it's a, it's an interesting point, and it's fascinating stuff when you think about it. And and you know what, Curtis, it reminds me of. Let's be realistic. We all we all know American sports are big business. Well, soccer's even bigger around the world. So why wouldn't business get in the way? You know, I mean, it makes sense, on some level. No question about it, Curtis.
1: This is kind of Barca, kind of getting their just desserts because. They're about the shadiest club when it comes to tapping up players and trying to, um, no doubt, you know, yeah, strong arm. And, um, back in 2014, 2015, they tried to do that with Verratti, and, um, PSG straight up came out and said, uh, you're going to pay the consequences, we'll go after your players. Man, and look well, what they did. So i I'm, lo- I'm kind of loving it because. Not a big Barca supporter, being an Arsenal fan. So, <laughs> but you, Curtis. Uh, now, I mean, in fairness, I
0: am not trying to rip the Premiership, but now PSG has a better shot than any Premiership team to win the Champions League. You got to admit that.
1: Yeah, in Europe, um, the Premier League is definitely down. I think um, the other leagues are a little bit top heavy. And with all the money coming into the Premier League, the, you know, the other. It's too balanced. It's exactly right. It's It's too balanced. balanced. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Hey, real quick, before, before you cut me off, um, I'm, it's a little conspiracy theory-ish, but I'm thinking the first player that's going to sign for, um, LASC, and I don't know very much about the transfer policy of the MLS. Maybe you could drop some knowledge on me, but I'm assuming it's going to be Ibra. Zlatan. Well, that's, so, that, that has
0: been a rumor. That's certainly something that yeah. uh, has been out there. And I appreciate the phone call, Curtis. Thank you very much. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-ESPN to join like Curtis has done from Ventura. But yeah, Zlatan is a possibility for LAFC. The thing about it is transfer fees and all that stuff generally handled through the league office. Now, that doesn't mean the team doesn't have control. They go after who they want. The league generally handles the contracts and taking care of that. But the, the teams basically, you know, basically what I've kind of run across is they, they make the deals, essentially. It's just officially MLS has kind of handles the business. But you're not telling Phil Anschutz or back in the day Tim Laiwecki who to sign if you were. No, they were making the decisions with the Galaxy. You know what I mean? So these teams do have more autonomy than sometimes people give them credit for. Realistically. So, yeah, it's possible LAFC makes that move. It is. I I have no inside information on that. I don't even know that LAFC even knows for sure. I'm sure they've got some ideas where they want to go with their designated player signings, the DP signings. And Ibra has to be considered, without doubt, because he, he has the power of the draw that he is. I mean, let's be realistic. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, in the world of soccer... Has the draw that kind of power of a Neymar? Now I'm not sitting here comparing that. No, of course not. Neymar's 25, and he doesn't really quite have that. But you know what I mean. Zlatan Ibrahimovic is a interesting, fascinating character, and it does it has that drawing power. He just does. And you, can't, you can compare Zlatan to many of the biggest names in the world in world football. No question. It would be a coup for him to come to MLS. I wanted him for my LA Galaxy, and I say wanted. Past tense. Because of the knee injury. I just, I don't say he can't get back to 100%. You don't tell Zlatan that he can't do something. <laughs> you don't. Do that at your own peril. But it might be better for LAFC to make that move than my LA Galaxy, realistically. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Got a tweet coming in. At Markel Stokes tweets me, Do you think Wayne Rooney will come to MLS or stay in the Premiership? You know, Markel, I thought it was a possibility Wayne may someday end, but going to Everton, to me, seems like Wayne's final move. Now, that doesn't mean he's done in a year. I'm not sitting here telling you Wayne Rooney's done in four months and is going to retire, but it looks to me like a a move to Everton seems to me to be that final Wayne Rooney move, back to his home club, back to his club of his youth, and that makes sense, right? Wish Wayne Rooney all the best. I hope he kills it at Everton. I hope he becomes another, you know, has another 20 goal-score season. The legs got to come back for him and boy when the legs go. You ask any sport figure when the legs go, they wave but goodbye and go quickly. So, I don't know what Rooney's future holds. I mean, I guess it's a possibility Markell, in a few years, but I just see him riding off into the sunset at Everton. That makes sense to me. That story wraps up well. You know what I mean? If you're talking about a Hollywood script, that makes sense. Don't turn it into a sequel where he comes to play with Colorado Rapids when he's 36. I don't want that. Nobody wants that. 877-710-ESPN. We go to Steven in L.A., who's next up here at Soccer Weekly with Dave Denholm.
2: Hi, sir. Thanks for... For the call, I mean, thanks for taking my call. I just want to say that I believe you're completely wrong when it comes to Neymar and what kind of impact he's going to have on, the, on PSG. I mean, he is a great player, no doubt. But if you remember last year, Juventus sold the guy to Man U and what, for $95 million, million
0: Paul Pogba, Euros? sure, yeah.
2: As big contract as there was ever, right? And what did Main Manjou did? And they also got Ibra- Ibrahimovic. Now, for, for, for you to tell us that €260 million, euro, whatever it is, is a good thing for PSG, I think it's completely ridiculous. I don't think that it's going to have too much uh, going on, because think about this. Still, Real, Barcelona, Bayern, and uh, Juventus, they are still better than they are. And they're gonna and then they're going to go
3: anywhere
0: fast. Well, wait a minute, they're though, gonna... Steven. Okay, I appreciate the phone call. I appreciate it. He's got his opinion. That's good stuff. That's a good phone call. He knows what he's talking about. I disagree with him. That's all. And he said as much on the phone call, and I appreciate that, 877-710-ESPN. But here's what you're missing, Steven. Off the field, this can bring PSG to a different level. You have to admit that. Business-wise, all around the globe with Neymar, he becomes the face now. And remember, Zlatan was that for a while. But at PSG, Edinson Cavani is a nice player. He's not the face. He can't be. He's not that kind of player. Neymar is that kind of player. Takes them to an entirely new level. They can win Champions League now. Did I didn't say they would, Steven. I agree with you. Barca's still better. Real Madrid's still better on paper. They're going to have to maintain the hunger. We'll see if We'll see if that's the case. Yes, Atletico is still right up there. Juventus. Although losing Bonucci, I just don't like that move at all. I don't like that move at all for Juve. I don't know what they were thinking with that. Losing Dani Alves, uh, okay. But losing Bonucci, come on. So, Steven, I mean, PSG is primed and ready. And if all things are clicking with that midfield, they can win. I didn't say they would. But if they do happen to win that Champions League, look out. More of your phone calls. 877 710 ESPN will be breaking down Neymar, the Brazilian powerhouse Neymar in his prime, making a move to PSG and the fallout. What does that mean for the fallout for the rest of everyone? I'll tell you. I'm Dave Denholm. This is Soccer Weekly, and you are listening to ESPN LA 710. This is Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA 710. I'm your host, Dave Denholm, hanging out with you each and every Wednesday here on the home of World Football in Southern California. ESPN LA 710 presented by Puente Hills Toyota. Get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out, puentehillstoyota.com. You can hit me up on Twitter. We keep the conversation going during the show, after the show, throughout the week at Talk Soccer. I'll even read your tweets if they're worthy on the air. Keep them clean, people. Come on. I don't want to have to give you the old uh, heave-ho, the red card here, but if you don't keep it clean. Also, phone lines are open at 877-710-ESPN. Neymar leaving Barcelona a big money move to PSG and what does that do for the Champions League realistically look PSG Monaco now with Kylian and Mbappe now possibly on the market and looks like certainly Bar, you know Barcelona will have plenty of money to go after him and that super kid if he doesn't stay at Monaco it's PSG's league uh, to lose so there's very little to talk about that way with PSG but it's about the Champions League and all the dynamics now with him leaving Barcelona and going to Paris to play at Paris Saint-Germain. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. We go to Carlos in Corona, who's next up here on Soccer Weekly. Welcome, Carlos.
2: Ah, uh, thanks, Dave. Hey,
0: listen. First of all, I want to thank you. Thank you for
2: sticking true to our sport and making it a mainstream at least only once a week. I guess, I guess the goal maybe is to get two shows a week. That, that'll that come up next. From right? your
0: lips, Carlos.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I want to give you a different perspective uh, on this Neymar move. I understand that as long as he would be a part of the Barcelona squad, he will always, always be a messy shadow. Yep. And, and there's no way to escape that. But if he's trying to build on his own legacy – why would he go to a league where there's no competition? For God's sakes, it's PSG and, and uh, Olympique Marseille, and that's it. Of course they win the league title. They have no competition. Well,
0: now wait a minute, Carlos, and I know this was a, kind of a one-year thing. Monaco has had their struggles in the past, but they were fantastic last year. I mean... Leonardo Jardim, I mean, he is building something there. Now, I know, again, Kylian Mbappe may leave, and that's going to hurt them dramatically. And they have lost a couple players, including Bernardo Silva, who was dynamic last season. They lost him as well. But Monaco's building something. But you're right. In fairness, I don't disagree with your assessment. However, look, La Liga, yeah, okay. Realistically, it's Barca and Real Madrid. I mean, Atletico's a cute club, and they're awesome. And they're fun to watch, but they're not going to win La Liga. I know, I know they're close, and they've done it before. I get it, but they—they're not really that close anymore. It is a two-team race in La Liga too, so there's not. I I would, I would agree with that. However, I think that. Tier two
2: and tier three teams in La Liga are much much closer than tier two and ah. There's some garbage wrestling. teams
0: in La Liga too, though at the bottom. Oh, I mean,
2: well, of course, yeah. I
0: mean, who 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 doesn't want to play something that every week? Yeah, fair I, enough. I, but I mean, <laughs> look, Real Madrid and Barcelona are running through those teams. I mean, I love my Eibar. Don't get me wrong, and they've been they've been battling more than I ever thought they would. Eibar. I mean, but. I, can't even, I don't even know how to pronounce the name of that. A-bar, I-bar, you know what I'm, who I'm talking about. But I love that club because it's a great story. But there's not a lot of – I mean, La Liga teams are getting run over by Real Madrid and Barcelona every – much like PSG is going to do to the French League sides for the most part. No question. But league 1 is very underrated overall. And, I, and I'm serious. There is a lot of talent in the French League. And I've been watching it for years. It is very, very underrated. And, yes, teams don't have ten guys – like Neymar or like Barcelona does by any means. But there are some really talented players throughout the French League. I mean, they get rated all the time by the bigger clubs, those French sides. Carlos, great call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Keep listening. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We continue on to Alex in Whittier. You're next up on Soccer Weekly with Dave Denholm here on ESPN LA 710.
2: Hey, Dave. Great show. Thank you, Alex. So this is the thing. I'm a big Neymar fan and going to PSG. That's great. I'm not, I'm anti Barcelona. So you already know what team I am. I'm probably Real Madrid <laughs> as to me. That's the best team in the world, but you have to forget. Yes, they're going to do damage in the Champions League, but they need to get to the king of the, king of, the king of the top and that's Real Madrid. They're back to back champions. So I wish Real Madrid would have had a Neymar, but. I still think it's going to be a long shot before. Well, look, you know, they, Alex. I,
1: like
0: I know you're a Real Madrid fan, but nobody's going to be foolish enough to say that Real Madrid's not the favorite this year. I'm not stupid enough to say that they can't. You know that PSG's going to win. No way. I mean, Real Madrid still right up at the top of Champions League favorites. No question. I mean, they are just loaded, and they are so good and so talented. I love Zidane. I think he's been a fantastic manager, Alex. I really do. And I didn't I didn't know that he had that in him, if I'm being honest. I mean, that's a tough oh, job. Know that you know <laughs> better you know than know I, I do. Job. That's a tough job. And that dude has done it from the first day he got there with uh, Castilla and built his way up as a coach. I mean, this guy is the real deal as a manager. I am taking nothing away from Real Madrid. But you have to admit, and all, I say, all I'm all i saying with Neymar is PSG can win now.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah, and I think they they became barely ten times better than they were before. Oh, yeah. I mean, so.
0: because he does make everybody. That's a great point, actually. Thank you for the phone call, Alex. Keep listening. He makes guys around him better. Neymar is not a superstar that doesn't improve his team enough, if that makes sense. Now, look, there's guys... We've seen it in other sports. Kobe got blamed for this at times. Doesn't help his teammates enough. But the beauty of PSG is Neymar's also playing in front of and next to guys who are willing. Willing to be allowing Neymar to be the star on that pitch and helping him. Including Edinson Cavani. I love Cavani. I hope he stays. I hope he stays up front with Neymar. But he fits in, and Neymar is a superstar who can help other guys get better. 877 710 ESPN, 877 710 3776, getting some good tweets in as well at Talk Soccer. Markel following up with Neymar leaving Barcelona to make them weaker. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a good question, Markel. I'm not trying to blow off that question by saying, I mean, kinda. Look, Neymar's fantastic. But you've got so much talent at Barcelona that it's just, you know, just tool around a little bit and you'll be fine. In other words, in other words, Barcelona should not be worried about where Barcelona's going to end up, even without Neymar. And, by the way, they now have buckets of money to spend on someone else, and that might just be the youngster killing Mbappe, who's got a bright, bright future, right? So don't worry. Don't cry for me, Barcelona. They're going to be fine. Brian at Bry57gal tweets in, what do you think about Man United's chances to get in a good position to compete for the league? Well, that is Jose Mourinho's history, isn't it, Brian? Second season. I like what Man United's doing. I think Man United would have maybe wanted one more year out of a healthy, healthy Zlatan. Maybe one more but that's a that's a short term fix for them. They got to look, they've got they've got issues. I love Henrik Mkhitaryan. I like Pogba. I am not sold that Paul Pogba is the next great midfielder of the world. Like he's not the next Zidane or whatever. And I know they play different games. I get that. And Pogba's a good player, make no mistake. He is he's top quality, but I I don't see him as that next level. Taking the you know Man United to Champions League glory, but you just can't count on Jose Mourinho in a second season when he's no when he knows his personnel like this. Great tweets there. Appreciate that. Again, hit me up. Follow me at TalkSoccer. 877-710 ESPN 877-710-3776. Now, before we hit to the break, you know what time it is. It's my favorite segment of the show. It's your Toluca Pachuca update! My two favorite Liga MX teams. Is this your first time listening to Soccer Weekly? I am, Dave Dunholm. This is Soccer Weekly here on ESPN LA 710. And my Toluca-Pachuca update, because they're my two favorite teams in Liga MX. And you know I believe they're my two favorite teams, because they were terrible recently. And I'm still loving them, especially Pachuca. I mean, Toluca at least got their first win over Leon. Fernando Uribe, who I love, two goals in that 3-1 win over Leon in Week 2 of Liga MX. But Pachuca, come on. Losing 2-0 two, two nil to Club America is a, a kick in the, well, private area. That hurt. That one hurt. Now, both teams also got Copa MX victories over smaller clubs midweek here, just yesterday. So that's good. I mean, hey, whatever. You can take a win where you can get it. And Copa MX, I want to win that too. Now, Toluca's, Yeah, they got a shot here hosting Atlas on Sunday. I like that matchup. Uribe is just so good. I do like I do like Toluca a lot, I mean, in terms of talent, but something's still a little off with them. You know, we talked about it even before Liga MX got going with the Apertura. And, you know, Pachuca's got Lobos. Okay, this is a question I have to ask you, Liga MX fans, and I know you're out there. All right, I'm a little lost, okay? Admittedly, I'm going to sound a, a, a skosh white when I say this, but that's all right. I can handle it. You know I love the beautiful game. Lobos... I don't want to call them, like, the wrong name, right? It's B-U-A-P, but I don't know what that means. What does that stand for? What university is that? Because it's all in capital letters. I'm not calling them Lobos Blop. At least I don't think I should. I hope that's not offensive or anything. I mean, probably should know that. Lobos B-U-A-P, help me be a better sports talk show host and a better soccer host by telling me what that means if you know. Well, they're taking on my pachuca on Saturday. And so I'm a little worried, believe it or not, because Lobos has actually looked good in their first two matches, and Pachuca stinks right now. I don't know what's going on with Pachuca, but help me out on Twitter. You know, give me an answer there, at TalkSoccer. What does the B U A B A P mean in Lobos, B-U-A-P? I'm sure it stands for a university or something. But please, I would love that. eight seven 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 ten 710 espn 877-710-3776. You never... Too smart or too old to get a little education from wherever you can find it. That's my advice to you on this edition of Soccer Weekly here on ESPN LA 710. Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710. What's going on? Hanging out with you here on ESPN LA 710, the home of world football in Southern California, presented by Ponte Hills Toyota. Check them out, PonteHillstoyota.com. And, oh, I love you. I love you all. Look, when you broadcast, I mean, Dave's little sports talk radio tip for anybody who wants to know, for the younger folks, when you're on a microphone broadcasting, you're talking to one person. That's you listening, right? But in this case, I love all of you because all I do is have to ask, and all of them are flooding in on Twitter right now at talk Soccer, telling me what Lobo's B-U-A-P means. What does the B-U-A-P mean in Lobo's name? And I'm going to try to say this because everybody did it perfectly, but it's uh, Benemarita Universidad Autónoma 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 de Puebla. It's in Puebla. There you go. Even I got it out of the end uh, of the name. That's awesome. I'm going to l- give a little heart to each and every one of these. This is fantastic. On Twitter, hit me up at Talk Soccer. Great stuff there. Appreciate all of you sending that in. It's a college team. Yeah, there's a few of them, right? UNAM, of course. Pumas, a few more of those that I've seen over the years. So, and I love Lobos. I love the story. Good for them. They're off to a good start in League MX now. I want them to get crushed by Pachuca on Saturday, mind you, because we are desperate for the full three. And we need it bad. Oh, do we need it bad. But everybody, thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. I will remember that. I'm going to have to work on that, though. You know, Mi espanol, no es mi bueno, that's for sure. Okay, I get that. <laughs> that's fine. You can mock me for it uh, playfully and I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, MLS and Adidas are going to continue their partnership now. A big deal was announced because of the All-Star Game. They always like to announce stuff going around on the All-Star Game. Through 2024, they're extending the partnership they already had in a massive new deal. For MLS, reports are and I've been I'm on Forbes.com and the are a story from Chris Smith, but it's it's a, in a lot of places, but his sources say Wow, big deal! Total value of this deal that's now been extended to 2024, which is what another six years essentially. Seven hundred million bones, 117 million a year for a sponsorship deal that they had been getting somewhere in the neighborhood. I think of around 25 to 30 million before. So look at the look at the jump. Now, what does that tell you? It is not a cure all. It's not the end all, be all, right? It's 117 million a year for a league with 20 plus teams, 24 teams soon enough. That's great. Now I'm not sitting here saying, "Oh, look out, NFL." No, of course not. But it's such a dramatic jump, right? I mean, look at that—from a, a a deal that was getting 25 million a year to now 117 million. You're making a jump of over 400 percent. I mean, that's just dramatic. Right. I mean, come on. It's just incredible or over four times, over 300 percent increase. I mean, that's it cannot be underestimated that. No, you know, it it isn't the end all be all. But what the deal said, Don Garber talking about the commissioner of MLS and. Adidas, it's about development, and we'll definitely be talking more about that in weeks to come. I can't believe this time just flies by. I'm always late to this, but I did want to get that deal out and the news of that deal out. And Mario, we know it's stoppage time now, buddy. What time is it? It's stoppage time. Yeah, stoppage time. It's stoppage time. Right now. Every week I promise the great Mario Rees, I'm coming to stoppage time earlier, buddy. I No doubt about it. Well, here we go. Yeah. Final few minutes of the show. Let's do it.
3: Man, that was a big deal. That big uh, deal oh, for the MLS. Man, huge. You know how you say that deal in Spanish? Mucho dinero. Mucho dinero. Yep. Very good. All right, Dave, Italian rocket design. I don't know desi- anything about those two words together, by the way. I had no idea about that in real <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, me neither. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, an Italian rocket design company have blasted Francesco Totti's iconic Roma shirt oh, into space. That's awesome. On Tuesday, Avio uh, loaded an exact replica of the shirt Totti wore on his final appearance for Roma into a capsule and launched it into orbit. Magnificent. Roma wanted to immortalize their uh, retired legend for his commitment and dedication over the years. Now, Dave, if you had to pick one L.A. Galaxy legend uh, jersey, which jersey would you send oh, into orbit?
0: Mario, that is a fantastic question because there have been so many greats. I mean, I'm going to be leaving out a lot when I, when I pick this name. But I got I to gotta say, and some people might be surprised, but I got to go with it. He is really one of my all time favorites. I would be sending up the jersey of Mauricio Cienfuegos.
3: Wow, I was going to say the same thing.
0: Yeah, he, he represents to me when love I first guy. fell in love with the team. You know, look, Kobe yeah. Jones, all deference to Kobe. Mauricio Cienfuegos, if you remember it, and you do if you love the galaxy like I do, he ran that fast break like Magic Stinking Johnson does for, did for the Lakers. I mean, it was a thing of beauty with Kobe out on the wing, like James Worthy and Mauricio just tearing teams to shreds up the middle. You turn the ball over against that L.A. Galaxy team, you're done. You're yeah. done. And that's yeah. just – he deserves to go – that jersey deserves to go up in a rocket up to the moon with the L.A. Galaxy Mauricio Cienfuegos jersey, no doubt about it for me. And look, that's – I'm talking Kobe and David Beckham and Landon Donovan and Robbie Keane. I mean, we have a galaxy of stars here, literally. But I'm sending up the Mauricio C L C and inside. All
3: right. So many of us uh, use the Internet to get rid of old stuff like <laughs> shoes and uh, Jordans. I know where you're going with this one. Oh, no. And uh, furniture. But uh Scottish football team, Dundee United, are using the Internet to sell off their very own goalkeeper, Cammy Bell. Oh, that you know, is cold. You know, yeah, I saw teams- that. Mario, I saw that on Twitter, they
0: put out a tweet linking to their own website saying yeah. they're willing to sell the dude. That's not it's right. like, yowza. I don't even want to go to ESPNLosAngeles.com for fear of what I might see about me after the show here. <laughs> I'm scared silly that they want to get rid of me Oh, that is great. Dundee United, wow, that is cold-hearted. It's There's nothing cold-hearted about these guys. Mario Rees and Jesse Lopez doing the work every week here on Soccer Weekly. I want to thank you for listening. I'm Dave Denholm with Soccer Weekly, as always, presented by Puente Hills Toyota, right here on the home of World Football. It's ESPN LA 710.